1: Welcome to In Legal Terms from MPB Think Radio, the show all about you and your rights. I'm Liz Gill with Professor Richard Gershon from the University of Mississippi School of Law. Hello, Professor Gershon.
2: Great to be here with you this morning, and I'm uh, really happy to have you with Sanders on the show. Um, she is uh, with the Mississippi Volunteer Lawyers Project, and I want to address this to, we had a caller last week who said lawyers just like to run the clock and, and bill, and the fact is, you know, Mississippi Volunteer Lawyers Project does a lot of pro bono service. Uh, our law students do thousands of hours, literally, of pro bono service. And when you think of it, when you add all up, add up uh, that's millions of dollars, really, of uh, free uh, service that um, people like the Mississippi Volunteer Lawyers Project do. And so we're really happy to have Gaylor. Carpenter Sanders here. She is the executive director of that program.
1: Welcome to uh, In Legal Terms, Gayla. Thank you. We're so very glad to have you. So tell us a little bit about uh, you and the work that the Mississippi Volunteer Legal Project does.
0: Right. Well, as uh, Professor Gershon said, I am the executive director and general counsel of that organization, uh, MVLP, is a nonprofit legal assistance organization. And what we do is match individuals in the general public with attorneys across the state of Mississippi who are licensed in Mississippi to practice law. Uh, we match them so that they can meet the legal needs of the general public. And primarily our work is in domestic law. We handle guardianships, adoptions, conservatorships, uh, those type cases uh we've also added expungements to our list of uh cases that we assist because we saw that when we were doing clinics across the state we had so many people to come in uh to get expungements and so because we only do those um, maybe quarterly out of the year just to give everyone access to the justice system we added expungements onto um, our list of priorities
1: All right, and we'll give you the information about that expungement clinic that uh, the uh, Mississippi Volunteer Legal Project, MVLP, is having next month. We'll have that information in a little while. Well, go ahead and then tell us what is an expungement?
0: What does that mean? Okay. So an expungement is a court-ordered process to get your criminal record, um, matters on your criminal record, erased. And usually it comes after you've been sentenced or after there has been some type of disposition by the court. Um, A lot of people think expungements are criminal remedies, which it's not. It's actually a civil remedy, but it's handled in the court where you were sentenced. And so uh, basically it just directs The uh, law enforcement agencies and criminal databases to erase those matters that are eligible for expungement after you have successfully requested it from the court and the court has granted that, uh, that expungement to you.
2: Gail, I think a lot of people might be confused about the difference between expungement and a sealed record. I know that Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of times people say, well, my record was sealed, and therefore wasn't it expunged. Could you talk a little bit about that?
0: Yes. So an expungement is getting it erased off of your record. Sealed means that the general public just can't come to the clerk's office or research it on Mississippi electronic courts and gain information. It's still there. Uh, the it's still there on your record if it's sealed it just means that the general public can't have access to it it doesn't mean that it's been erased whereas an expungement allows it to be erased off of your record as if it has not happened. We're talking
1: about expungement this morning with Gaila Carpenter-Sanders, Executive Director and General Counsel of the Mississippi Volunteer Lawyers Project, MVLP. If you have a question about either their work or what an expungement means, we would love for you to be a part of our show. Give us a call, 1-877-MPB-RING. That's one 877 672 7464. You could also send us an email. Our address is legalterms at mpbonline.org.
2: Well, and one question I have you know, you talked about uh, sealed uh, records and expunged records. If, if I'm an employee and uh, I have my record expunged, um, uh, I have some cr- crime expunged, do I have to report that information to my employer if they say, Have you ever been uh, charged or convicted?
0: No, because that conviction is now erased from your record. So you don't have that uh, that conviction. Now, that's, that's contingent upon that expungement being ordered by the court. Now, if you've just filed a petition for an expungement and you have not had a final judgment on it, um, let's say it's a pending motion and you apply for a job, then you do need to say to the employer, yes, I have been convicted of this particular crime.
2: Well that makes sense. So now what kind of things what kind of criminal records can be expunged? I know you're you're going to mm-hmm. uh, be involved with the clinic and y'all are doing great work in this regard. So who could come to you for an expungement?
0: Anyone who can come, uh, uh, can, anyone can come for an expungement if they think that their crime is one that can be expunged. And so a little later in the program, I do want to talk to you about, uh, talk to the listeners about not just the clinic, but a Know Your Rights workshop that we're having that's going to precede that clinic so that individuals can come out and get general information. But, um your question about what types of crimes can be expunged, uh, so in Mississippi, there are two classes of crimes. You have misdemeanors and you have felonies. Misdemeanors are your small crimes um, punishable up to about a year in in custody of your uh, local sheriff's office. Uh, felonies, of course, you're in custody of Mississippi Department of Corrections. Those are your more serious crimes. And so, when we talk about expungements, misdemeanors can be expunged. Um, all misdemeanors can be expunged, except for your traffic offenses. Traffic offenses are not those types of cases that can be expunged because they eventually roll off of your record after, I think, three or five years. But your crimes like simple assault, um, those types of crimes, can't. those types of misdemeanor crimes can be expunged um, you have to have completed the sentence so if the judge says you'll spend six days in jail plus a four hundred dollar fine once you complete those six days and pay that four hundred dollar fine then the time starts uh, starts um, moving with uh, the two-year waiting period that you have to get that that misdemeanor expunged so if if you have been sentenced and you've completed your sentence on September 24th, 2019, then you're eligible for a misdemeanor expungement September 24th, 2021. So the misdemeanors are pretty straightforward, and those are the cases that are that are sentenced in front of your justice court judges or your municipal court judges. Your felonies are the circuit court and county court um, cases. And interestingly, before July 1st, 2019, if you had asked me that question, what what crimes can be expunged, I would have told you there are only five crimes that can be expunged. But now, uh, from this past uh, legislative session, the state legislature, Mississippi state legislature, has opened up. Um, expungement to various um, sectors within the community and so it's probably simpler to tell you now what crimes cannot be expunged and uh, there's a there's a short list of crimes that cannot be expunged so your crimes of violence cannot be expunged. Uh, and that 's like your murder, aggravated assault, attempted murder, um, human trafficking, those types of cases and it's found if if you're wondering um, what's what is considered a violent crime you need to look at uh, mississippi code annotated uh, section 97-3-2 and it lists all of those crimes that are considered violent crimes burglary is one of them robbery is another one so your violent crimes cannot be expunged that has not changed um, arson in the first degree cannot be expunged trafficking control substances cannot be expunged felon in possession of a firearm cannot be expunged voyeurism that's your peeping tom uh that cannot be expunged as well as witness intimidation and failure to register as a sex offender everything else can be expunged and so what's interesting about this this new criminal justice uh reform from the state legislature is that three years ago when we were hosting clinics we had a lot of people to come into our clinics who had um possession of a controlled substance with intent to sell and we would have to turn them away and tell them hey that those are not the types of crimes that can be expunged now Unless it's a drug trafficking charge, your possession with intent to sell is an example of those types of cases that can now be expunged with this new wave um, of criminal justice reform in Mississippi. So there's a short list of crimes that can be expunged. I do want to go back. Um, When I talk about the felonies that cannot be expunged, I think it's important for the listeners to know that this is based off of convictions, There are other classifications that can be a felony where a felony can be expunged, and I'll talk about that in just a second. But a person is entitled to only one felony conviction expungement. Conviction means if you were sentenced and you were, uh, the judge said that you were sentenced to so many years in the custody of MDOC or you were given probation, that is a conviction. And so you're only entitled to one. Expungement of a felony conviction. Now, if you have a felony where you received a null process or no prosecution or a not guilty verdict those types of cases can automatically be expunged on your record and so if you have a not guilty verdict for a murder case that can be expunged because you were you were deemed to not have committed uh, the crime by a jury of your peers so it can be expunged um, also your non adjudication excuse me, your non-adjudication cases can be expunged. And that's where a judge has withheld a sentence contingent upon you um, completing certain conditions, whether it's a drug court, pretrial diversion, something like that. Um, Those types... Uh, that type of case can be expunged if it's a non-adjudication. So you have your no prosecution, your non-adjudication, uh, not guilty verdicts, and also your, if you have an arrest but you were never indicted, you arrested on a felony but never indicted, that can also be expunged. Uh, so all of those cases can be, in addition to um, all of the felony crimes that can be expunged, with the exception of those that are um, that I mentioned earlier. Um, Also, when we talk about the felony convictions, it's important to know that with an expungement, there is a waiting period. So if you, let's say you were convicted of possession of a controlled substance and you were given a certain number of years uh, in the custody of MDOC. Once you receive your discharge papers from MDOC, you have to wait five years before you're eligible for that expungement. So I don't want people to um, to think that you can automatically, once you complete your sentence, you can automatically get your matter expunged. You have that five-year waiting period. So if you completed your sentence and you receive your discharge papers in 2015, for uh, whatever felony conviction you have then in 2020 you' ele- you're eligible for that expungement. All right we have so much good
1: information. I hope everyone's enjoying our discussion about expungements. When we come back we would love to take your call or your email. Our number is one 1877 MPB ring. That's 1-877-672-7464. You can also send us an email. Our address is legalterms at mpbonline.org. When we come, when are the upcoming clinics that we've spoken about by the MVLP? What's on their calendar? We'll tell you when we come back from the break. You're listening to in Legal Terms on MPB Think Radio.
0: listening to In Legal Terms on MPB Think Radio.
1: Welcome back to In Legal Terms. Now, we know not everyone has a chance to listen to our whole show live. If you've missed any of our program, you can listen to the whole show on our website, inlegalterms.mpbonline.org. It'll also be available on the MPB Public Media app, as are all our local shows, and as a podcast. I'm here with Professor Richard Gershon from the University of Mississippi School of Law. We've been talking with the Executive Director and General Counsel, Gayla Carpenter-Sanders, of the MVLP, and there are a couple of clinics coming out. First, there's uh, Lafayette County. Lafayette, sorry, Lafayette <laughs> County Family Law Clinic is October 17th, and October 18th is the Hines County Family Law and Expungement Clinic. And for both of these, pre-registration is required.
0: Yes, we do ask that you pre-register for those uh, clinics, and that's that's just so that we can make sure that we prepare adequately for you um, to make sure that you have all of the paperwork you need because. These, the one thing that they need to know about the clinics is that there are attorneys that are present to give you legal advice and to draft pleadings. Uh, so in order for the attorneys to draft pleadings, if they need to look at, let's say, a sentencing order or abstract or if it's a family law case, if it's a child support order, or paternity action that was already in place and they need that for um, to, to help draft your family law Cases we need to have that in advance so that you can get the full um, experience of the clinic. So we do ask that you pre-register.
1: And one more clinic there's in November is the family law pro se day sunflowers Humphrey County clinic. Yes. So they'll have lots of time to, to get registered and get all of your paperwork. The world runs on paperwork. Get yeah. all of your paperwork.
2: Um, and I, I want to know, and I want Gail, if she would, to talk about who these lawyers are, who are giving their time to to these clinics.
0: Yeah, and it's funny when you when you mentioned about uh, the comment about attorneys running the clock. Fortunately, I work um, with attorneys who donate their time, so I see the great uh, things that our profession does on a day to day basis. We have private attorneys um, and government attorneys who devote their time to these clinics and devote their time to the cases. Uh, that we have in our office. We don't just do clinics. We also have cases where the attorneys will come in and they will represent them in court. They do all of the legwork to get everything filed in court, um, representation and so forth. So um, we have attorneys from some of the largest defense firms in the state of Mississippi. We have, as I said, government attorneys. We have uh, corporate attorneys who devote their time. Um, as as a matter of fact, we have um, a legal advice, virtual legal advice clinic that's coming up um, on October 24th with Intergy's legal department and uh, the law firm of Bradley A. rentbolt Cummings here in Jackson. And they're going to be a- uh, answering questions. Um, that individuals submit through a website called Mississippi Free Legal Answers. So we have a lot of uh, good things coming up and we have a lot of great attorneys who help to make those um, those clinics the success that they are. Uh, one other, event I wanted to uh, bring to the attention, particularly for this segment, is a Know Your Rights seminar that will be next Friday, October 4th, at 930 at the Adora Welty Library here in Jackson. Graham Carner, who is a local attorney and he is president of the Mississippi Association for Justice, is going to provide a one-hour seminar for the general public on expungements, Uh, what, what can be expunged and or what cannot be expunged and we'll also do screening on that day to let individuals know if they if their matter can be expunged and if they if it can then we'll send them on to the clinic on october 18th so it's a way to come out and get um, more detailed information uh, about expungements and that's next friday at your welty library and if you don't have
1: your pen and paper ready this show will be on a podcast and online later this afternoon and i'll have the virtual legal clinic and the free legal answers webpage I'll have the know your rights information and if uh, uh miss carpenter sanders can help me I'll get the mississippi code annotated 97-3-2 that lists what nonviolent crimes are so you'll know what isn't what yeah that list that lists the violent crimes mm-hmm. so you'll know what isn't able to be expunged
2: and- Liz, I would be remiss if I didn't mention the fact that Gayla Carpenter-Sanders herself won the um, MVLP pro bono award in 2011. So while she was in private practice in Jackson, uh, she uh, was doing what she preaches now, which is she volunteered her time and did pro bono service to such an extent she won an award.
1: Thank we you. had a phone call. I'm sorry. Uh, maybe his answer, his question was answered when uh, Ms. Carpenter Sanders was talking about the types of felonies that could be expunged. But if you have a question, we would love for you to call and participate in our show. Our number is 1-877-MPB-RING. That's one 877 672 7464, or our email address is legalterms at mpbonline.org. And even though our show is heard in Arkansas, Tennessee, Alabama, and Louisiana, this information is specifically
0: for Mississippi. That's correct. And they would need to check the state laws in if they have if they have if they're a Mississippi resident but they have a charge in Arkansas, they would need to speak with a licensed Arkansas attorney to determine uh, the expungement eligibility in that state
2: together, um, you mentioned the fact that uh, traffic offenses can't be expunged uh, Why would that be
0: well I think um and and it's probably the, the best person to probably answer that question would be someone who sits on the state legislature because they determine the laws um, here. But I'm thinking that's because um, with the Department of Public Safety, those um, traffic offenses automatically roll off after a certain period. And they roll off to give you... Um, opportunity to prove yourself to be, I guess, uh, uh, of good conduct. So it automatically rolls off, whereas an expungement does not automatically roll off. You actually have to petition the court to get uh, your case expunged. And I think that's a I think that's a a mistake that a lot of people make they assume that once they've completed their sentence that crime is off of their record and that's not the case you actually do have to go through a formal court procedure to have that expunged well and
1: I will go ahead and say (laughs) I have knowledge that if an individual receives a u-turned left on a red light ticket (laughs) you can go to the county place and pay the ticket and pay an additional ten dollars to do an online class and then that traffic ticket won't go on that person's record I've been told (laughs) (laughs) all right we've got our phone call back so we're very glad that Jerry has called in from Winona Jerry we're glad uh, you're listening to the show and you could call back Uh, you're on in legal terms go ahead
2: yeah. Thanks. Good morning. It's always a good show. Uh, my question relates to the uh, Mississippi uh, statute that allows people to serve as uh, administrators of estates. I believe what it says is you have to be over twenty-one and never convicted of a felony. Uh, but of course, somebody that's been uh, convicted of a felony and had expunged has been convicted of a felony. Are they? If if their felony is expunged, are they then eligible to serve as an administrator?
0: That's a good question. I've never had that question asked uh, of me. But I would assume that um, you can. Uh, It has been erased from your record. One thing that I would... um, I would say that that individual would need to do in the event that it comes up, they need to be ready to show that order of expungement to the proper uh, chancellor to suggest that um, it should not be considered in determining whether or not they can be the executor or executrix of an estate.
2: And there are some situations, I know, uh, like, for example, when our students apply to the bar, uh, if they have had uh, something expunged in their record, the bar uh, examiners a lot of times will still require them to report that information, even though the, it, the crime has been expunged.
1: Jared, does that answer your question?
2: It, it does. And I, I suppose that also it would allow uh, people that uh, have been convicted of felonies, if they're expunged, to then be able to vote, too.
0: Yes. And um, actually, and that's another myth, that because I've been convicted of a felony, I, I cannot... Vote. There are only certain crimes that restrict you, um, that take away your voting rights. So just because you've been convicted of a felony, it doesn't mean that you can't you can't vote. And so there's a there's a separate statute that, and I don't have that in front of me, that discusses those crimes um, that prevents you from being able to vote. Sounds
2: All right. Good. Appreciate that information.
0: All right, Jerry. Thank you so much.
1: We're talking with Mississippi Volunteer Lawyers Project's Gala carpenter Standards about expungements. We're going to take our next break, but we hope you'll give us a call one eight seven seven MPB ring. That's 1-877-672-7464 for your questions. You could also send us an email legalterms at mp. Online.org. And would you like to hear more about MVLP? We'll let you know how you can when you come back. You're listening to In Legal Terms on MPB Think Radio.
0: listening to In Legal Terms on MPB Think Radio.
1: You're listening to In Legal Terms on MPB Think Radio. Professor Richard Gershon is our expert, and we hope you'll subscribe to our podcast, or at least just listen to it. There are many different podcasting platforms, and a podcast is just a way to listen to some kind of audio on demand. I happen to like Podcast Addict. There's lots of different platforms. If you have an Apple uh, phone, it's already on your phone, but you download it to your phone. You touch the plus that, or something that takes you to a page to search for podcasts. Then type in, in the search area. I type in, in legal terms and that brings up our show. You can then uh, touch the photo, set, touch subscribe. You can be notified if there are any new episodes are loaded up. Our guest is Gaila Carpenter-Sanders, Executive Director and General Counsel of the Mississippi Volunteer Lawyers Pro- Project, and she was a guest on our program a couple years ago on October 24th, 2017. She highlighted all the free legal services provided to individuals who otherwise couldn't afford them that the mvlp has access to but this morning we're specifically talking about expungements we'll have on our website the dates and the information about some of their clinics and also the uh, know your rights seminar that's coming up on friday
2: Well, one question I think people have, and I I really do appreciate uh, Gaila Carpenter-Sanders being here because these are such important questions. If I was arrested, for example, but never convicted, uh, would that arrest still show up on my criminal record?
0: It will show up on your record, um, which is why you would need to go back and get that expunged. Um, It still shows up. And there was a question, there was a statement that was made in the last segment about, whether or not you still have to report um, if you have received an expungement from a conviction do you still have to report that conviction to, uh, to anyone whether it's to a court if you're trying to open an estate or if it's if you're trying to get licensed uh, for a professional license and I, this is something that uh, is certainly important to know there is a process that you follow for getting an expungement once the judge signs the order, so you have to file a motion uh, with the court, you have to file it in the in the in the clerk's office of the county where you were sentenced, and the judge can sign off on that uh, order expunging it. Once you receive that order, that doesn't mean it means that. The court recognizes it as an expungement but there's another step that you have to take you have to send that order to the Mississippi Department of Public Safety that is the agency that will then dispatch that order to your law enforcement agencies your wildlife and fisheries Um, they send that that order to FBI and those agencies so that it can be erased from your record now It's also important to know that private companies purchase databases for purposes of criminal records. Uh, for, for, to, to do criminal backgrounds on individuals. And so when the Department of Public Safety sends that information out to the law enforcement agencies, it's not necessarily going to those private companies. So a private company could still possess information showing that you have that criminal background. So if you go in and you apply for a posi- for a position, uh, it may come up that you have this particular crime. Uh, or you've been convicted of this crime or you've been arrested for this particular crime. So it's important for the individual to not only send that order to the Department of Public Safety but keep a copy of that order, keep several copies of the order in a safe place because you never know when you're going to have to show um, to a hiring company or anyone housing, whatever um, that you, were, you had this matter expunged. Paper you keep forever.
1: Yes. <laughs> Maybe that should be uh, one of our next shows, Professor Gershon's. Papers you need to keep forever. forever.
2: Mm-hmm. That'd be good.
1: All right, let's go to the phones. We're so glad that Tim has called in from Brooklyn. We're uh, glad you're part of In Legal Terms today. Go ahead, Tim.
2: Uh, thank you for taking my call. I enjoy listening to your show. I just want to comment to your volunteer lawyer that uh, I appreciate what she does, given over time when there's so much greed around the world nowadays that she uh, reaches out to help uh, others. Uh, in my book, she's a, a real hero and all the other uh, people who work with her. And, and I would uh, believe that those who she helps are, she's even... Uh, more of a hero to them. But I thank you for your work in your time.
0: Well, thank you. The attorneys that provide that pro bono service are the true heroes. I'm just the facilitator.
1: But you, you were, you were, a, you were a hero in a former life. In a former life, I was. <laughs> <laughs> Tim, we thank you so much for those kind words. Do you have a question, or just that fantastic comment? That was it. All right. Thank you so much, Tim. We appreciate you calling in today. And I didn't pay Tim to uh, make
0: that <laughs> comment.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, since Tim raised it, we do appreciate Tim's call. I mean, what would it cost for someone to have an expungement?
0: Well... It depend, well, it depends on whether it's a misdemeanor or a felony. If it's a misdemeanor, you have to pay. If you don't have a copy of your abstract, you do need to get a copy of that. And so some of our uh, municipal clerk or justice court uh, clerk's offices will charge a nominal fee for, um, to get the abstract. And then there is a filing fee associated. You have to have that motion drafted so there's a filing fee associated with that and and with your misdemeanors it can be anywhere uh, from free to twenty five dollars to fifty dollars uh your felony matters are a little different when you you have to pay to get that sentencing order if you don't have that uh, you need to get your discharge papers so whatever fees those agencies charge for that you have to pay that uh, you also have to pay the filing fee now if you are uh, getting an attorney, a private attorney, to do your expungement, of course you have to pay whatever fee that attorney has for expungements. Some charge by the hour, some charge a flat fee, uh, but you do have to pay that attorney fee uh, and and those expenses related to the attorneys handling it. Of course, if you're going through a legal service provider like the Mississippi Volunteer Lawyers Project and also Mississippi Center for Justice, that's another agency in the state of Mississippi who has a... um, an attorney who handles expungements full time Um, if you go through either one of those agencies um, that service from the attorney is donated so you don't pay attorney's fees and expenses but you would pay the court costs so it can be up to $150 to get all of this done
1: one thing that I found interesting you mentioned that you could only have a did you? You said you could only have a felony conviction expunged once. Yeah. That's like I don't. I don't know. I think I would. I would say that.
0: <laughs> well, okay. So here's the here's the here's the point to that. Um, if you have um, it, the point of an expungement is to encourage good behavior as well it's not it's not a mechanism to continue to give you several bites at the apple Um, it's it's intended to encourage good behavior so if you have multiple crimes on your criminal record where you have had convictions then you would not be eligible for an expungement. Um, so, and I think that's important for for people to know. Um, and in that same vein, um, while you're having your criminal record erased, you do have to know that your prosecutor's office, whether it's your district attorney's office or whether it's your county prosecutor's office, um, they may still be able to access um, any criminal record that has been expunged and they do that for purposes of sentencing and like I said if you let's say you received a a DUI um, in municipal court in city court and you were able to get that expunged, of course you have to go through the circuit court to get that expunged well if you get a second DUI. The process, the district attorney's office may be able to pull that, and the reason for that it, it sounds unfair in a sense because it's almost as if you're not really giving me that fresh start. But it makes sense when you think about it because if this is a person who has um, a repeated behavior of driving under the influence for the protection of other citizens you do the, the prosecutor's office does need to know if this person has a history of it so while the expungement laws are intended to give you a fresh start it's intended to give you a fresh start contingent upon you keeping good behavior all
1: right we're uh, going to take our last break of the show so we just have a few more minutes left for your questions our number is 1877 MPB ring. That's 1 877 672 7464. You can also send us an email to legalterms at MPBonline.org. How can you help with MVLP and its mission? We'll tell you when we come back from the break. This is in Legal Terms on MPB Think Radio.
0: To In Legal Terms on MPB Think Radio.
1: Thank you for being a part of In Legal Terms. If you've missed any of our program and this has been a good one today, you can listen, they're all good ones. You can listen to the whole show at in legal terms.mpbonline.org. It's also available on the MPB public media app, as are all our local shows. I'm Liz Gill here with Professor Richard Gershon from the University of Mississippi School of Law. And this is just a reminder, folks today is National Voter Registration Day. Our laws are created by our elected officials. Absentee voting began yesterday. The deadline to register for the general election election is October 7th, and the general election day is Tuesday, November 5th, for quite a few Mississippi uh, positions. We also want to let folks know that when you go to the Mississippi Volunteer Lawyers Projects, their website, which is mvlp.net, there's a donate tab. You can choose to help them when you shop at Kroger or Amazon. You can also make a contribution on their web page. We're talking with uh, Gayla Carpenter Sanders, the executive director and general counsel of the Mississippi Volunteer Lawyer Project. And if someone isn't a lawyer but they're a part of a business or a school
0: or an organization, how else can they partner with you? They can partner by wanting to host a clinic or Know Your Rights uh, Workshop, and it can be on any legal topic. Um, we prefer to do the topics that we um, are able to provide assistance with, but we also we know that we have attorneys um, within our panel. Who are well versed in other areas of the law. So, if you're interested in, let's say, child support and visitation for non custodial parents, we can get an attorney to do a Know Your Rights uh, workshop for you um, for the general public to attend. And this is all over the state? This is all over the state.
1: All right. We're we're not Jackson centrists here, guys. Let's take our next call. We've got Derek, who is calling in from Jackson. Derek, thanks for being a part of In Legal Terms today. Go ahead.
2: Yes, ma'am. I wanted to ask uh, about the pardon. If you get a pardon, uh, do your criminal records still show up on your background?
0: You know, Derek, I wish I could answer that question for you. I do not have the expertise with regards to pardoning, so I don't want to hold myself out and give you information that uh, may not be accurate. Um, I don't know. I've never done a pardon. That's not something that our organization specializes in. Um, But I will tell you that— A good resource would be the uh, Mississippi Association for Justice. Um, If you could visit their website uh, and their contact information. Um, The Mississippi Association of Justice consists of attorneys across the state of Mississippi. Primarily, a lot of them are um, plaintiff attorneys and criminal defense attorneys. And I know within um, that that body, you would find uh, someone who could give you that, that assistance and give you that um, information.
2: Okay, then. I appreciate you. Um, Derek. I'll, calls. I'll give them a call to find out. Because okay. I, I just wanted to know because I had a friend of mine tell me that he had uh, a pardon done and when he went to apply for a job they showed a criminal record on his on his background check, and they wouldn't hide mm-hmm. on the top.
0: so he's trying to get some clarification on that. Yes, uh, Derek, Mississippi Association for Justice would be a good resource tool. Let me tell you another a good resource tool, uh, and that's Mississippi Free Legal Answers, and it's msfreelegalanswers s on the end of answers dot uh, org. And basically, um, you can register on that site. Of course, there's certain financial eligibility questions that the site is going to ask you. But you can register for that site and ask that question on that site if you have access to a smart device or a computer. Um, The good thing about that is that we have attorneys who are able to answer those types uh, of questions on there. We don't necessarily handle criminal matters on that, but a question about a Pardon could be something that you could ask on that site. And we actually have, um, as I mentioned earlier in the broadcast, we have an event on October 24th where we have attorneys from Intergy's legal department as well as uh, attorneys from Bradley A. Rent, um, here in Jackson who will be on that site for several hours on that day a- answering all of those questions. So that uh, those are two resources that where you can... Uh, seek an answer to a question about pardons.
1: Thank you, Derek, for calling in. We appreciate your call. Uh, We're going to have our last call of the day. We'll go to Allison, who is uh, calling in from Hines County. Allison, thanks for being a part of In Legal Terms today. Go ahead. It's my pleasure. Um, I just, as a defense attorney, I did get a client pardoned by Haley Barber. And once we got her pardoned, we went to move for an expungement, and there is no law in Mississippi that provides for expungement or any sort of guarantee of expungement of a person who is pardoned. So the answer to Derek's question is no. Long story short, uh, I think a circuit court judge would have the authority to expunge something. But in my case, the district attorney fought uh, vigorously against a— an expungement of a pardon and the court would not allow the expungement mm-hmm. so that's there's just no legal provision that that would automatically allow an expungement of a pardoned case
0: Okay. Thank you, Allison.
1: Thank you so much. We are so glad that uh, one of our listeners was able to, to call in. We have great listeners. Thank you so much, Allison. We appreciate you coming in. Well, Professor Gershon, we've got about uh, three and a half more minutes uh, to f- wrap up our show.
2: Well, that's that- uh, it's been a great show. We really appreciate uh, Gayla Carpenter-Sanders being here and the callers we've gotten. I, one question I would have is, uh, you, let's say you have somebody who came to one of your clinics and they had a conviction in Arkansas or Louisiana that was either expunged or not and then had a crime in Mississippi. Could they have uh, that crime expunged in Mississippi?
0: yeah as long as they're eligible for a conviction in uh in this state, they can get it expunged. Um, it's when you have a pending. Charge in another state that may make it a little difficult for for you. So let's take that same scenario: if the action was pending in our, if the charge was pending in Arkansas, and then they commit a felony in Mississippi, you may have an issue with getting it expunged. But if it's already been expunged in another state, and then. and then you, you have a crime that has been committed in Mississippi, um, you should be able to get that expunged. But but don't forget that your prosecutor's office um, still may have access to that information. And so your prosecutor's office, and this is, I know we have uh, a little, little time left, but I do want to talk about the process. Once you file the motion, you have to file it with the clerk's office, and then that motion is sent to the prosecuting agent office, they will review the petition and then make a recommendation as to whether or not they're eligible for expungement and whether or not it should be expunged. And then from there, it's forwarded to the judge. Um, And then the judge looks at the recommendation from the prosecutor's office and then uh, signs the order if they're eligible for an expungement. And I do think it's important to also um, say that it's, it's within the judge's discretion. Um, But as long as um, I I have not seen where a person has been eligible for an expungement and the judge has denied it. Okay.
1: So the Mississippi Volunteer Lawyers Project,
0: the clinic, is available to individuals who meet a need. Yes, they they have to be financially eligible, which means that they have to be at or below 200% of the federal poverty guidelines. So you may want to google the federal poverty guidelines, look at 200%. It'll tell you what you cannot make over per month or per year in order to be eligible for the service. And then um of course, um they then they can receive that service from us
1: so if an individual was wanted to seek an expungement they would contact either the MVLP or an attorney of their choice and find out from them what papers they need so that when they meet with the attorney they've got all the paperwork yes.
0: and then and then that's when it gets the process starts. Yes, and that, that clinic on October 18th is only open to Hines County residents. Uh, we do do them across the state, so if they could cont- continue to stay in tune with our website, it'll show you the the different areas where we have clinics, but the clinic on October 18th is specifically for Hines County residents only.
1: All right, well, we're going to have
0: all this information.
1: I'm going to work hard this afternoon with the Know Your Rights seminar on the 4th at the Welty Library. The virtual legal clinic with the Mississippi free legal answers on the 24th we'll have the Mississippi Center for Justice and the Mississippi Associates of Justice. We'll have all of this information on our webpage. Thank you, Gayla. Thank, thank, you thank you so much. The hour went by really fast. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to wrap us up for In Legal Terms. Our call screener today was Java Chapman, and our board engineer in Jackson is Jay White. So for Professor Richard Gershen, who hosts from the University of Mississippi School of Law, I'm Liz Gill. Up next is our Tuesday Southern Remedy Show, Relatively Speaking with Dr. Susan Buttress. She's a great one, too. I'm full of the love today. Join us again next Tuesday at 10 for In Legal Terms on MPB Think Radio.
0: This is an MPB Think Radio podcast.